0: Welcome to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast, where we ask nine questions to amazing people around the world about how they live lives full of meaning and purpose. On today's episode, Jordan interviews Charlie Serafin. Charlie is a charismatic speaker, teacher, mentor, leader, manager, marketing executive, parent, journalist, and author that teaches how to avoid one stupid mistake through an entertaining, interactive program geared towards students and working professionals. Your team will laugh at common mistakes while they learn helpful hints for making better decisions. More than a seminar or lecture, one stupid mistake is an examination of conscience, the first step toward understanding and executing healthier decisions. To find out more, check out the link in the show notes.
1: All right. So that expression, living life on cloud nine. So the first thing that comes to your mind.
2: The first thing that comes to mind is the idea of a cloud nine being the ninth category of clouds and the nearest to heaven because a, a, a serious, nimble, uh, cumulus cloud can reach up to six miles high. So right. um, a cloud nine is a closeness to heaven.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, I appreciate that interpretation because... So this is all mark. This is marketing for the book, but the book itself, the journey to Cloud Nine, is a fictional story. And at first, the initial idea was that Cloud Nine was my interpretation of a heaven-like experience. So that was what it was originally. I ended up changing it because it was a little too much like Mitch Albom, Five People You Meet in Heaven kind of book. But uh, that's cool. I like that. Okay. So a Cloud Nine moment. This moment of true overpowering joy and euphoria tell me what that's like for you what what do you feel like when you're in that moment
2: a cloud nine moment for me is something i get from the reaction of someone else who i've been able to serve yeah. so if i can do something uh particularly for a stranger or when they're not expecting it um you know offer some assistance to someone help a lady across the street kind of yeah. thing pick something up that someone's dropped and just give them a big smile and give it to them. That to me is what really resonates. Beautiful. I'm the same way.
1: So my first book was about morning routines. And I've heard a lot about how a cloud nine life starts with a positive cloud nine morning. So tell me a little bit about what your cloud nine morning looks like.
2: My cloud nine morning is uh, awakened. Um, I, I, When I put my feet on the ground, I always say present. Okay. And I say it out loud and I say it to myself. Yeah. And it's really an affirmation to both myself and to the creator that I'm, in, I'm present in this moment and I'm going to strive to be present mm-hmm. throughout the day.
1: I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. Be, having cloud nine moments is all about the presence and awareness that you're in. Um, so talk to me about the rest of the day, maybe envision yourself right before you go to bed and you're reflecting on the day that you had, what things had to have come up for you to say, wow, that was a cloud nine day.
2: Again, for me, it's really, a, um, if, as I go through the day, mm-hmm. I, I do an examination of conscience. Mm-hmm. I think about the things that I, where I wasn't at my best, where I might have been uh, short-tempered or quick with someone, or yeah. Yeah, I might have said something that wasn't fulfilling for them. Uh-huh. The the cloud nine experience for me, a, a true cloud nine day, is one where I can sit back and smile and say, every person that I encountered, I was able to benefit them in some way give them something that they could take away from the experience that would brighten their day and make them feel more fulfilled.
1: That's great, that's great. Here's a fun one. Tell me about a Cloud Nine meal.
2: A Cloud Nine meal, I, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Great question, right? Yeah. So Cloud Nine meal, I, I had one last week. Okay. Um, as I told you, I, I'm having remodeling done at my house. And Sorry. I had two Hispanic workers that have been here demolishing the old shower and, you know, laying concrete and putting up tile and doing all this work. And so I told them, uh, tomorrow I'm going to cook you lunch because they always take a lunch break every day. Yeah. And I, I, well, at first I said, I'm going to buy you lunch. Right. Yeah. Could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to Subway. I could go to someplace and buy some sandwiches. And buy right. Me. I'm going to make lunch for them. So I made them, um, uh, uh, pork loin on the grill, and I did some chicken wings, and I did some beans, and I did wow. um, the whole thing. I put on this big spread, and these guys came out, and they were, had dust and powder all over them. And yeah, they were, you know, really from working all morning. That's amazing. Sit down at the table. Yeah, and I and they said, Well, you didn't have to do this. And I said, No, I wanted to do it because I wanted to show respect for you. So I serve them. Yeah, that's like the ultimate cloud nine. Wow. cook and serve other people.
1: That is beautiful. That's why I love that question so much. I get great stories from that, and that is definitely one of my favorites. That's a cool one. Um, again, I feel like I know I I know your answer already, just because I'm getting a sense of who you are. But tell me about. What's going to allow you to say on your very last day on this earth, I truly lived a cloud nine life.
2: That's what I think what we all strive for. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a challenge. Uh, We never know when that last breath is going to come and when that last moment will be. So it's, it's the ongoing, it's the present in the morning. It's the examination of conscience in the evening. And it's the time in between when you're really staying focused not on what makes you feel good, per se, because the true feeling of joy only comes from serving others. So to have lived a, a successful cloud nine life means to have served. And if I have served, I will know it. I'll, I know when I serve and I know when I don't. I know right. when I'm selfish and self-centered and I know when I'm thoughtful and caring and focused on external um, uh, influences and in people and when I can, when I can serve others uh, consistently that's when I'll be ready to go and say that was good that was a cloud nine life
1: good 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 so can you tell me about a time or tell me a story in which you truly felt like you were on cloud nine
2: I took a, uh, some time off about seven months um, a couple of years ago and I went to a monastery and I lived with a group of monks. Wow. And they lived a monastic life and it was, you know, I, my career was always in business and mm-hmm. pressure situations and major sure. markets, freeways and fast-moving stuff, but I went and lived in the mountains of New Mexico with this group of monks. Uh huh. One of the things that I did is I, um, they had hummingbird feeders, and the hummingbirds would come and get trapped on the glass of mm-hmm. the porch. And as babies, I would go out and take my hands and pick them up gently, and then I would talk to them and say, I'm not going to hurt you. It's okay. And I could feel their little hearts beating, and then yeah. I would fly away. And I did it consistently, and I, I probably handled a couple hundred hummingbirds
1: over Yeah. The
2: spring. Well, one morning in the late spring, early summer, I went out about six o'clock in the morning and I was standing on the porch and as I was standing there looking out toward the mountains and the river, the hummingbirds came up and there were about six of them and they were in formation and they flew right at eye level, right around my head. Uh-huh. I thought, oh my God, I'm going to lose my eyes. They're, they got those long pointy beaks. Yeah, yeah. Frightened. And then I relaxed, and I went, no, they're not here to hurt me. And they literally just kept buzzing all around my head as if to say, thanks. You know, wow. we know who you are. We know what you did. We appreciate you. And then in just a second, they just all took off and flew away. And I thought, if I hadn't really experienced it, if I haven't lived that cloud nine experience, mm-hmm. then I, I wouldn't believe it. I would think, oh, that was somebody hallucinating, or that was yeah. some- but it was really true that even in nature, when you put yourself at the service of others, other creatures, other living things, other people, that when the gratitude comes back at you, it can come back at you in a really strange way as you did that day. And that was the, that was an ultimate cloud nine moment.
1: Oh my goodness. I just got the chills. That was one of my favorite ones I've ever heard. Wow. I, that's, that's powerful. That is so powerful. Quick question. Are you, have you ever heard of the book, The Go-Giver? No. Oh, you would, you would absolutely love it. So it's by a guy named Bob Berg and it's, it's The Go-Giver. And I believe the subtitle is a little story about a big business idea. And it's like a 175 page parable about how giving is the number one rule in the world for, for ultimately succeeding in business is like the lesson of the book. But if you succeed there, then you'll succeed in your life is what they're trying to say. Cool. So I think it's something that you'd enjoy, especially with all the great messages you've been giving about giving. Um it's it's worth the uh, the quick read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bob Berg's a good guy. He's very active on LinkedIn as well. And he's sold over a million copies and has over a thousand reviews on Amazon. So good connection if you if you want to reach out um okay so these last two questions whereas it's all about it's all been so far about this idea of cloud nine now i actually want you to help people get to cloud nine a little bit more right so the first of the last two questions is uh i know you mentioned a little bit about the morning and a little bit about the the consciousness at the in the evening do you have any other routines or daily habits that really help you get to cloud nine, or you think will help others get to cloud nine?
2: The one that I uh, picked, I, I learned so many things at the monastery, living uh-huh. with people. Um, of course, yeah. You know, we had a lot of days when there was just complete silence and no one spoke, mm-hmm. and it's amazing that you can sit at a table with eight or 10 people and have a wonderful meal and not exchange any words. It's a really different feeling. And if you haven't tried it, I, I recommend having a group of people, having your friends over and have yeah. them sit down and tell them beforehand, we're going to have this meal. We're going to pass the things just by sort of pointing and motioning. We're going to look at one another, but we're really not going to speak. We're going to just, we're going to try to speak um, telepathically. And, uh-huh. and I'm in the twilight zone here, but uh-huh. to, but the, the one exercise that I learned is an ancient monastic uh, listening exercise, and I try to do it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it only takes about five minutes, which is yeah. great about it because people are so rushed for time. But what you do is you, uh, it's preferable to do it outside, but you can do it inside or anywhere. But if you can go outside and you can sit comfortably somewhere or lean against a tree and yeah. close your eyes and just listen, You listen, You at first you'll hear all the sounds in your immediate vicinity, and then try to listen for the sound that is as far away as you can hear. And then try to find and identify a sound that's even further away. And when you find the sound that is the farthest from where you are physically, then listen to that sound and really try to color it so if it's uh if it's a freight train, you know mm-hmm. try to imagine which direction it's going and what the cargo might be and where yeah. it's going if it's a plane, try to imagine you know again where is it going who's flying the plane Who's uh-huh. the plane? that sort of thing. so if it's a bird, try to what type of bird would it be is it big is it small um, what does it look like um, yeah. where is it going uh, Does it have a mate? does it have babies yeah. in the nest and that sort of thing. And by focusing, by listening, and just focusing on that, what happens is we do, it recalibrates your brain. It's the same uh, physiological effect that you get from a, um, a meditation or a transcendental meditation, where mm-hmm. you really. Um, so many people can't meditate because when we ask them, we say, "Do you think it's a good idea?" And they go, "Oh yeah." Right. And do you that know It has great physiological benefit. They say, "Oh yeah." It does. Mm-hmm. Do you meditate? And they go, no. And I go, why not? And well, I tried. Well, what's the problem? I don't know how to empty my mind. I can't think of nothing. I yeah. can't focus on a yeah. mantra and think it over and over. My mind just wanders. Right. right. Listening, listening is a physical exercise that everyone does it all the time, or should be doing all the time. And so, listening gives you that same um, ability to really focus and get centered. And you're just on that one thing. And after about five minutes, you can open your eyes and it's, I guarantee you'll have a a physical freshness about you and definitely a mental freshness. It gives you a lot of strength and allows you to to move on for the rest of your day and get back into the rat race without getting into the rat race to be able to be a little bit removed from it. So you could be conscious of what you're thinking and what you're saying and what you're doing
1: wow oh my goodness i'm gonna try that that sounds excellent that does yeah and the other cool thing too which is why some of these conversations just get like very meta for me and very very strange coincidences is you mentioned the plane like who's flying the plane right and in the journey to cloud nine the book that i i'm writing and that this is all for it so it's a parable it's a fiction book and the protagonist is a pilot who's literally flying through the clouds and trying to figure out from cloud to cloud to cloud what that journey through cloud nine really means. So it's just a lot of overlaps that are, are always blow my mind. Um, the last question, say you were talking to one of your friends and one of your friends said to you, hey, I have never felt cloud nine before. Charlie, please help me out. Like, how do you do this? What, what can I start doing today that's going to help me get to cloud nine? Um, what's one or two pieces of advice that you would give this person, your friend,
2: I would tell my friend that in fact, you have experienced cloud nine. You just didn't, you didn't classify it that way. You yeah. weren't aware of it at the time and you might not have used that terminology. You might've called it something else. You might've called it ecstasy and you might've called right. it, uh, joy or happiness or some other feeling. But I think we all experience it from time to time, not as regularly as we'd like to. And we probably haven't um, we haven't captured the mechanisms to get ourselves to that place that we want to be. But mm-hmm. I think, for my friend, I would say, uh, and <laughs> this kind of goes back to another personal experience, I yeah. moved from, I've lived in a lot of major cities around uh-huh. the country. I've had high-pressure You ever been in New York? Huh? Pardon me? Ever been? In, have you ever been in New York? Well, oh, I've been in New York many, many times. I used to yeah. work at a radio station in Los Angeles uh-huh. or CBS, and we would have our corporate meetings in New York once a quarter. So I've been to New York, and I've been in the hustle-bustle of New York, and I have mm-hmm. a lot of New York stories. I actually have a lives who lives in New York. But the – the um, and I'm actually going to New York in two weeks. So oh, cool. Uh, yeah, but the the – the experience of moving to a small town, um, which we did recently, we live in this little town in the mountains in Arizona, Uh it's 13,000 people and and life is slow. Everyone's, you know, they say it kind of slow down and everything. And when I first got here, I was in the grocery store and I was pushing cart along and I was looking at things and, you know, trying to get my shopping done. And an elderly lady tapped me on the shoulder and it was almost as if she was kind of some kind of spirit being or (sighs) guardian angel or something, but she said, yeah. and she said, you need to slow down. And I said, thank you. And I, I was totally unaware that I got into what I would call supermarket mode. Uh-huh. You get your cart, you're dodging the other carts and you're trying to yeah. get in and get your stuff and get out as quickly as you can. And in a small town, people don't do that. They, I see they're stopped in the middle of the aisle chit-chatting with one another, you know, and you block blocking the yeah. aisles to get through. But yeah. That's the nature of life in this community. Yeah. People take time for one another. They're right. not in a hurry. And I was still operating on, uh, you know, Southern California mode. So I think that's what I would share with, with everyone is- uh, Yeah. If you, even if you can't do the listening exercise, you can't take five minutes, If you can't get away to a monastery for a retreat, yeah. you can't do a lot of things, if you can't read a great book, um, you know, if, if the one thing you can do is just look at the pace of your life and slow down, just slow down, yeah. you slow down, you're going to see more you're going to hear more, you're going to experience more, there's more happiness, there's more joy, there's more wonderment, there's beautiful mm-hmm. colors. They yeah. say you stop and smell the roses. You can't smell the roses at 65 miles an hour. It just yeah. doesn't work. So slow it down, take your time and enjoy your cloud nine moments. And because they're there, you're you're having them. We all have them. But yeah. I think Sometimes we skip over them because we just don't have that awareness. Too
0: fast. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast. For more info on everything Cloud9, check out the Journey to Cloud9 website and Jordan's new book, Journey to Cloud9, now available on Amazon. Links are in the show notes.